What's up guys, welcome to Derek's Dead Talks, your hub for all things zombie apocalypse. My name is Derek and I want to tell you I'm so grateful that you're listening today and if you like this content, check out my other social media pages or follow my TikTok at Derek's Dead Talks. I hope you enjoyed this episode and as always, thanks for being here. What's up you guys and welcome, here's your weekly review for The Walking Dead Season 11 Episode 15, we only have one more in this part, there's only 9 episodes left in the entire show, and truthfully that just breaks my damn heart, I mean it it is crazy to think that this show is actually coming to an end, and I think I would be more sad about it if the universe wasn't expanding, but we do get a lot of spinoffs, I still think we'll get the movies, So I'm not all that upset about it, there's still a lot of content to be made, but the main series coming to an end is definitely a really sad moment, and I really hope they deliver on this ending too, and we're getting so close. I'm not losing hope, but right now there's a lot of ground to cover, so we'll go over this episode, and then we're going to talk a little bit about what I think is going to happen in the next episode. I'm I'm really having high hopes for it. I think the next episode is going to deliver. Um, this episode was more like the calm before, where they're setting up exactly what's going to happen in this mid-season finale, and although it's not the most exciting episode in the season, it definitely set up a lot of stuff. It did what it needed to do, and in a lot of ways, it was the necessary evil. So, we start the episode... We see the Commonwealth soldiers at the apartment complex where Maggie, Negan, Gabriel, all of them killed a bunch of Commonwealth soldiers. We jump right into Lance meeting up with Aaron and Gabriel and talking about how, how did you guys survive, but all of my Commonwealth soldiers died. He seems very suspicious of it. And let me just say, Lance's actor, I said this last podcast too, but Lance's actor is incredible. I mean, he really, really delivers. You can just tell by his demeanor that he doesn't trust these people. You can tell that he is up to no good and he isn't stupid. He's very, very smart. And I think he knows that his soldiers were not taken out by just some random group. There was something else involved. And we really see that clearly laid out throughout this episode. So Daryl is with the Commonwealth soldiers. At this point, he's not in uniform. Gabriel and Aaron tell Lance that this group came in, killed all the Commonwealth soldiers, and left. A really basic story. I honestly thought it was kind of funny. But um, Daryl, of course, defends him and says, if that's what they said happened, then that's what happened. And Lance, still being kind of weary and not trusting them, decides that they're going to make a trip to Hilltop and tells Daryl to get into his Commonwealth armor. You can see the look on Daryl's face. He knows what's going on. He knows that Aaron and Gabriel aren't being completely honest with Lance, and he's in a really bad position where... He has to be a part of this military, but at the same time, he wants to stay loyal to his friends. And I think that's kind of going to be Daryl's story throughout the rest of this season, and I do really like how it's being played out so far. Norman Reedus is perfect for a role like this, and I think he's going to do a really good job with it going forward. So, one thing about this episode that makes it kind of interesting is there's just so much stuff going on. I'm a big fan of episodes like that. Back in season 7 and 8... We got a lot of bottle episodes, episodes that just were about maybe one character or two characters throughout the entirety of the episode. I really liked how we got to see a little bit of everybody. Um, We jump right into Connie and Kelly. 
And they're looking at the list of names that was given to them a couple of episodes ago. They're going over it with Eugene and Rosita, and they're really confused as to what this list could be. Of course, we talked about April last episode where she was found in this safe, and it turns out she was being sent down there by Sebastian and some other Commonwealth soldiers where about 40 citizens had been killed. This list had a lot more than 40 people. So Connie, Kelly, Eugene, and Rosita... They're really worried at this point. I mean, Rosita has a daughter. They're all living there. Um, it's a big mess, and they don't know where the rest of these people on the list are. They just know that they're missing. Now, from here, there's a lot of different routes they can go. They haven't told us exactly who's on this list or why they're on the list, but what they need to do is somehow connect that storyline to the CRM. I don't know if they will do it, but it's something that really needs to happen. I think that if they do not take this opportunity to merge it with the CRM, it will not make sense to do that merger later on in the season. We've been waiting for CRM stuff like since season 8. We haven't heard much from them since the beginning of season 9. We know that Rick is there. Heath is there. Michonne is going to eventually be there. World Beyond already happened. We didn't see any of them. This is a key moment to do this, and I really hope they do. If they don't, I'm going to be really upset with the show writers, to be honest, because this is a very important moment, and they have to do it. They have to link together Rick Grimes and the rest of the CRM and this main show. They've got to find a way to do it. People are losing hope that we will ever get anything else about Rick Grimes. I haven't lost hope yet, but if this show does not somehow mention him or mention CRM by the time the show ends, I don't see how they're going to bring that fan base into the spinoffs. So that's something that really needs to happen. I think it might, but we'll see. This list that I'm talking about, like I said, has a lot of names on it. They're all kind of trying to talk and, and get their opinions on it. And of course, they're all worried. They don't know exactly what it is. We immediately jump to Carol and Ezekiel. And these are kind of the three main storylines that we see throughout the show. Um, Carol and Ezekiel's interactions, I liked it. I thought it was good. It wasn't the most enjoyable thing to watch, to be honest. I am a fan of these characters, but they just don't have a lot going on in terms of being linked in with the main storyline. So I'll run you guys through all the Daryl and or the Carol and Ezekiel stuff before I get into the rest because it is kind of the slower stuff of this episode. But Ezekiel successfully had his surgery. He is back to his normal self from like season 7 where he's jolly, he's happy, he wants to help others, he's a really positive person, and he's of course trying to sweep Carol off of her feet, and he really has a good relationship with her, and he wants to, you know, show his thanks to her for helping him get this surgery and, you know, saving his life essentially. So he talks to Tommy. Now Tommy is the surgeon that performed the surgery on him. And tells him, I have a task for you. I have somebody that needs a surgery and you're the only one that can do it. Really confusing. This whole scene was really confusing. So I'm going to explain it the best that I can. But basically we see Tommy sitting in an office. He has a pill bottle and a bottle of liquor looking like he's very stressed out. Ezekiel comes in and asks him for help. He basically says, I lost a patient this morning, and that was in a hospital, so how can I help you outside of a hospital 
and make sure the patient lives. And you can see the mental damage on Tommy's face. Like, he didn't want to be a surgeon. He didn't want all this responsibility on him. And now he's kind of been forced into it, and it's starting to eat away at him. I really like that. I kind of wish we would have met Tommy sooner because I do think that he would be a pretty interesting character. Um, and I, like I said, I just, I like him. And I think that his whole storyline here throughout season 11 is going to be pretty good. So we see the stress weighing on him, but Ezekiel asks him to help him out anyways, in which he reluctantly agrees. Now, there's a couple other scenes we see with Ezekiel, but the main storyline is we see him show up at his zoo or... I don't know exactly what you'd call it. It kind of looks like a petting zoo. And he has a veterinary clinic set up in the back. And what's actually happening is Ezekiel set up this veterinary clinic to throw people off. And he's actually giving people real surgeries inside of that veterinary clinic. That's why he was asking Tommy to come help him. Because he said, okay, these people are so far down on the list. They're not going to be able to afford the surgery. But she needs the help. So he's trying to help out all of these people. I really love that. Ezekiel is such a good guy, and I think that this, you know, Ezekiel hasn't had much of a storyline this whole season, so I think this is a really good route to go with his character. I'm happy with it, and, you know, it does scare me a little bit, though, I'll be honest, because now this makes me feel like Ezekiel could get killed this season, and at the beginning of the season, there was a lot of fans that thought that, that we would see Ezekiel die. I, I don't know how they would have him survive his cancer and then kill him off. I think that would be really messed up, but I want to put it past him. You know, it could happen. Um, it's good that he's helping out other people and he's back to his positive self. Him and Carol exchange some dialogue towards the end of the episode where he talks about how much he loves her and wants to be with her and talks about how great she is. It's a really emotional scene and hopefully we see those two characters get back together. I really like them together and I think it would have been great to just see them, you know, enjoy life again like they did back when they had Henry. I think it'd be great for Carol and even better for Ezekiel. So that's basically all the Ezekiel and Carol stuff throughout the episode. Um, it was probably the slowest part, but I did really like it, and it was really good to finally see something with Ezekiel again. Another big storyline that we got in this episode was Mercer and Princess and Mercer's sister Max. Now this stuff was actually really interesting. Of course, it wasn't the most action-packed, fun stuff to watch, but I've been waiting on Mercer's character to finally start to develop. I don't think they've done much development with him throughout the season, but these last couple of episodes, they really did a good job, and you're starting to see his frustration with what's going on in the Commonwealth, and I really love that. I also really love him and Princess. Their relationship is really funny, and I think it's really cute. Um, the beginning of the episode, we see Princess and Mercer in bed together. Mercer's not getting any sleep because he feels guilty, almost, for killing two of his soldiers in the last episode, but... He doesn't regret it because he wants to do it again. He literally says, I'm thinking about doing it again. And I think his rebellion towards the Commonwealth is starting to become more and more clear. That's perfect. That's what we want from this character. I just hope we don't lose him. We don't lose him in the comics. I think he will live. But it is starting to get a little bit concerning because there, there's still that big question. Who will get Dwight's comic death? Who will get Rick's comic death? We don't have those characters. Who knows what's going to happen there? I just hope that it's not Mercer because I want to see what he's got. I love the character. The actor was perfectly casted. Um, they really, really delivered there. 
So again, we now know Ezekiel and Carol are trying to get together. We also know that Princess and Mercer are together. And we also get confirmation in this episode that Max and Eugene are together. So a lot of romance in The Walking Dead right now. And, you know, a lot of people don't like that. But, hey, I'm here for it, man. I'm happy for Eugene. I'm happy for Princess. I think that Carol and Ezekiel are amazing together. The one gripe that I do have, they could have done this sooner. You know, they could have skipped the Reaper arc entirely and they could have just started this stuff up. That would have been perfect. But we only have nine episodes left. There's so much stuff to cover and we can't afford to waste an episode on just romance in the show. Anyways, all we really get from Mercer and Max is Max does some convincing. You know, she says like, Mercer, you can make a difference in the Commonwealth. You can help save lives. And we see him working out and kind of talking to her as if he doesn't really care. But I think he does. And I think this is going to be big. I think that Mercer will switch over to the right side. And I think that he will be a big part in our group taking over the Commonwealth. So it's really great to see that. Um, Even if it is kind of minor, it's really good to finally see some character development inside of Mercer. So that part of the episode I enjoyed. I've seen a lot of complaining about it online, um, but I I don't know. It's one of those things. It's necessary. You know, season seven of The Walking Dead is one of the slowest seasons, but I enjoy it because it helps create season eight. It builds up. It, you know, sets the story. It You know, it does what it needs to do, and I feel like that's what this episode did for Mercer and Max and a lot of these characters, so I I can't complain, you know, I'm I'm happy with it. The main storyline of this show, however, kind of goes back to Daryl, Lance, Gabriel, Aaron. It's it's confusing, Um, it's a little bit weird, but Lance is just dead set on the fact that, you know, uh, Gabriel and Aaron are lying about what happened. So he says, hey, we're going to the Commonwealth, or we're going to the Hilltop, We're going to talk to Maggie. We're going to see if this apartment group is there. And we're going to figure out what happened to our troops. So that's where we finally see that scene from the beginning of uh, this part of season 11. Where Daryl pulls up to Hilltop and says, you know, it has to be this way. Let us in. And at the end of the day, he's trying to save lives. I mean, he knows that the Commonwealth Army is not going to go down without a fight. They're going to be able to probably clear house over there at Hilltop. So... He really is just trying to keep the peace, um, but he's also not afraid to show that he doesn't agree with what Lance is doing. So I I, I like Daryl in this. I do. I absolutely love him in this episode, and, and it really shows you know, how smart he is. He's not really one of those characters that people think of when they think of like really smart characters, but Daryl's really smart, and he, he sets it up well this episode. He does a really good job. So Lance goes through Hilltop, doesn't find the group. He finds a truck and he asks Maggie, you know, when was this truck driven last? And she lies and says it hasn't been. Um, He tries to go in and start it and basically like prove her wrong. He can't get it started. He, he's really just trying to find proof that they are lying and it's coming across really contradicting. Like he is like being so smart alecky about it. He's like, Oh, I used to be a gearhead. I can work on this truck and get it running. It looks like it's in great shape. Like the motor's too clean. If it hasn't been driven in a long time, there's not many cars left in the world. So he knows, and he, he wants, you know, Maggie to know that he knows. So I don't know. Lance in this episode really blew me away. The next interaction we see, and this is what a lot of people really liked about this episode, guys. So 
I don't know. We see Lance walk up to uh, little Herschel, Herschel Jr., if you will. What I really love about this scene is it, it appears that Herschel is actually leaving Glenn's grave, which I love it. I mean, we haven't seen Glenn's grave in forever, and you know, it's great to see that Herschel knows that his dad is there. I really like that, and you know, it was it was nice. We see Lance talk to him, and he's basically saying, "So, you know, tell me the truth. Let me know what you know." And he pulls out this hat, and it's Herschel's hat, and he says, "I found this at the scene of you know where all of our troops were killed," and he puts it on Herschel's head, and he says something along the lines of like. Oh, this hat fits perfectly. What a coincidence. And it, it, oh my, oh my God, I love Lance's character, man. I really do. Because the way he says it, like he says it in a way that just doesn't seem evil or like doesn't make him look like an asshole, but he knows and he's trying to make sure that everyone is scared. And I love that. Right after this, we see Elijah slam Lance into the wall. And we finally get to see that gun standoff that we got in the trailer where, you know, Maggie has her gun pointed at soldiers. Daryl has his gun pointed at Lance. Like, Elijah's got Lance in a chokehold. It's just, it's it's a big mess. Everyone's pissed off. You know, Lance is scared. You can see the look on his eyes. It, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I honestly thought that someone could die there. Of course, no shots were fired because Daryl talks him down. Also, let me just say, it's, it's weird to see Daryl actually curse. Like, they can't say it on AMC, but on AMC Plus, he actually, he says the F word, like, on the show. Like, that's crazy. I've never heard that before because I've never watched it on DVDs. So, it's it's cool to see that now. I really liked that scene. I thought it was really badass. But Daryl kind of talks everybody off the ledge. They leave the hilltop and go to a camp. And I think what their point of what of going to the camp was to try to find these killers. Because you have to remember, Lance still thinks that there's killers on the loose, you know. And come to find out, they're all at hilltop. But he doesn't know that. He looked. They're not there. So, he's at this camp, right? And one of the soldiers approaches him and says, you know, I found something to show you. And we see Lance walk off screen. Um, we hear Daryl... Uh, Aaron and Gabriel talking about how they aren't going to go back to the Commonwealth. And I think that's really neat because this next episode is obviously not going to be in the Commonwealth. And I think that that's great. So, you know, there is a lot of filler in this episode, I will say, because in between the moment I just talked about, we watch a whole surgery, you know, a whole surgery, Tommy and Ezekiel and Carol giving this girl a surgery. And it's not just, you know, a 30 second scene of, you know, cutting through it all. It's him asking for gods like 10 times, him giving stitches. It's the slow, it, it really does just feel like, feel like complete filler. And I do hate that. I'll be honest. At the end of the episode, I was like, why did you have to put this there? Like you just killed all that momentum you had from earlier. I'm not trying to sound too negative tonight, guys. I like this episode. I like where this season's going, but this is just a slower one. And we, we have to get through them because I do think this next episode will deliver. Max tells Eugene, of course, hey, we're going to, I'll do whatever you need me to do. You know, I'll get more information. So we get that confirmation. But at the very end of this episode, we find Leah again. This time it's Lance and a couple Commonwealth soldiers that find her camp. We hear shooting. Leah shoots two Commonwealth soldiers and points the gun at Lance. And Lance says to her, I want to offer you a job. And then the episode ends. That's where we end it. By the look of the trailer, 
it appears that Leah is going to be hired by Lance to go kill Maggie. Now that to me, like that sounds so badass. Like I cannot wait to see that man. Like it is going to be so great. Leah is going to be like a hitman, and you know, we could end up getting Leah's death. I, I don't know. A lot could happen here. You know, we see a really crazy scene of Lance with this huge gas on, gash on his cheek. We see Aaron and uh, Daryl taking out Commonwealth soldiers in the trailer. This next episode is going to have a lot of death. It's going to have a lot of action. This is the setup it needed. I'm really excited for this episode. And I'm going to be doing an hour-long podcast special for that mid-season finale. And I'm really excited for it, you guys. I love where this season has gone. I think this part is significantly better than the last part. I really have no complaints about the episode aside from some of the filler. And, you know, call it filler, call it what you want, but it's just, I don't know. It's not the most exciting thing to watch. And at this point in the show, it's easy to kind of like, you don't want an action-packed episode every single episode. Like, I feel like that's a natural thing to want in the last season of a show. It's upsetting we didn't get that, but it was a good episode. I, at this point though, I, I don't know how they're going to wrap this all up. Because like I said, we've got nine episodes and there is a lot of stuff to cover. You know, we have the stuff with Michonne. We have the stuff with Rick. We have the CRM. We have the world beyond people that are still alive. We have the, I don't know if I said running zombies, but the running zombie thing could still happen. You know, there's just a lot of stuff that hasn't been answered yet, and they're going to have to do it by the end of this show. I hope that they do it. I hope that they don't just end it and do it all in the spinoffs. I'm worried. I'll be honest. Like, I'm worried at this point, but I don't know. I have trust in Angela Kang. I have trust in AMC that they will end this show in the right way. It just, the more episodes that pass, the more worried I get. I do not want The Walking Dead to end up like Game of Thrones, right? Where people watch it and when they, or they, they people talk about it and the one thing they think of is how bad the ending was. You know, I really don't want that for The Walking Dead and I'm really hoping that it's something we don't get. I And, and you know, I guess we'll have to just kind of wait and see on that. I don't know. I, I'm really, like I said, the Angela Kang, she does a really good job with story writing. She is known to, you know, introduce people and kill them off. So I'm hoping that Leah doesn't end up with Dwight's comic death or, you know, Lance gets killed off as Rick's comic death or something stupid like that. I love all the characters on the show. Four of them are now confirmed to have a spinoff. There isn't a large pool of characters that you can still kill off. You have Eugene, Rosita, Yumiko, Magna. There's a few like that that you could kill off. Aaron, Gabriel, those. you got to do at least one big one. You have to. At this point in the show, it's going to have to happen. And I hope that it's an emotional moment. I hope it's shocking. I hope it means something to the storyline. But it's going to have to happen. I think we could get it in this next episode. I'm not 100% sure because we saw throughout season 10 and the beginning of season 11 that sometimes they just don't want to kill characters off. And you know, that's okay. That's okay. You know, I understand why they'd want to keep them alive, but this is the last season. You've got to do something shocking like that. You have to. I think Angela Kang will know that and she will make it happen. I'm really excited for Mercer's character. So I just can't wait till next week, guys. I'm really excited for this episode. So... One more thing I want to say before I get off here is, you know, again, a big thank you guys. I've had so much fun, you know, recording these podcasts and 
working on TikToks and stuff like that and really getting my channel out there. I should be live with my podcast on all platforms now, so I really hope you guys enjoyed watching it. Make sure to follow me on TikTok at The Walking Dead NA if you want to see some more Walking Dead content from me. And if you're a big fan of the show, you know what to do. Get a hold of me. Let's hop on an episode together, you guys.